0: They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
1: I think we're getting into a weird area here.
2: We you tell fools I'm not crazy. It's hysteria. Not crazy. Not crazy. You can't handle the truth. Truth. Truth.
3: truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. <laughs> the truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it
1: here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
3: Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that wonders if you cut a Mongolian deathworm in half, do you get two Mongolian deathworms? This is Hysteria 51. One can hope. That's called Mongoliai uh, deathworms. Oh, the plural. Thank you. (laughs) Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host, John Goforth, and sitting across from me is my co-host and the sunny to my share, Mr. Brent Hand. Sunny to your share is, oh wait. Because I'm a man. Okay, that makes sense. Well, less that, more that I'm the the real star of the duo, but hey, hey, potato, potato. You're the star,
0: I'm the mayor.
1: Also because he's going to die in a skiing accident as well.
0: (laughs) How exactly do you know that?
1: I told you, I am inevitable. Oh, and because I'll buy the skis.
3: (laughs) That other voice you're hearing is our robot co-host, Conspiracy Bot. C-Bot is drunk, angry robot bent on world domination, but mostly he just drinks.
0: It certainly doesn't do what I build him for, uh, which is helping
1: produce the show. can't have my name associated with this dumpster fire
3: um I'm noticing on this week's outline we aren't uh introducing Kyle. I'm assuming no sign of him since the incident. Uh,
0: that's
1: one way to put it. Thank the Lord, no,
0: so weird anyway, John i I want to get back to something you said in the intro. You ask if we cut a Mongolian deathworm in half, would we then have two well we'll we'll get into those in a moment, but first, speaking of that. What weird stuff? Because you're 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 a guy and you're a kid. I think everyone did this. What weird stuff do you do with bugs as a kid?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. Within reason. Within. <laughs> and you, I love that you said within reason because <laughs> as you started to ask that question, I'm like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that was actually small animals, but you know, there's a fine line between oh, you're a kid and you're experimenting and future serial killer. I mean, you can't really go through their bones since they don't have bones. But right, It's true. <laughs> oh gosh, I I do remember one time. Um, I was, I was, I oh gosh, I, I, maybe four, five years old and, uh, was outside helping my dad do work all day on our deck. Tend to his wasp nest. Yes. Yes. No, uh, <laughs> out on our deck. <laughs> He's um, the only
0: guy in three counties that tended to wasps.
3: He, he was good at it too. Yeah. He'd set them on fire. <laughs> he'd, he'd do anything. Um, no, but I, w- I was out there and I had, I had found a worm and I made it my pet worm. I, I they told me the story later I even gave it a name. And his and, name's Wormy. It Wormy, <laughs> it's clever. Uh, and as we went throughout the day, I had him and would put him in water, and you know, yeah. trying to take you know, and they're they're probably thinking, uh, or my dad's probably thinking, oh, it's cute, you know, he's 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 got a pet or whatever. And then towards the end of the day, you know, my dad's tools are all sitting out. I went over and got his hammer and smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Although uh, I guess that's not a bug per se; it's an annelid. But there uh, a book around that time, like.
0: The Kid That Ate Fried Worms, or The Boy That Ate Fried Worms. It was a book, I believe.
3: Uh, well, there was a song, Nobody Likes Me, Everybody Hates Me, Guess I'll Go to the Garden and Eat Some Worms. Or something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a book, too.
3: Maybe. But,
0: yeah. Um, yeah what about I, you? So I had one of those, uh, do you remember the like the science kits come to the microscope and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I didn't have any of the stuff because it was my sister's, so... Anything that was a dried up or the, cause it had little vials. This is I, oh yeah, all the,
3: all the fun stuff that came with it. But
0: I remember going out and get ladybugs and things like that and looking at them under the microscope, but I wasn't smart enough to like, this sounds terrible, kill it. So they just like crawl away and I'm like, damn it, <laughs> damn it. Um, you know, or flies, things
3: like that, but I didn't, I didn't really do anything crazy. I, I didn't do anything. I mean, I think the only other thing I did that was probably kind of, Psychopathic was uh, it, my my grandfather used a, an old school magnifying glass to like read the newspaper. and I take it outside and burn ants, but I think a lot of kids did that. I <laughs> your aunt Peg your aunt Sandy. <laughs> I mean, and then there's fun stuff that you do with bugs that's not um, psychopathic, like uh, like like collect uh, lightning bugs and put them in a jar and uh, like all of a sudden it's a lantern. <gasps> yeah. I can't breathe. I can't <laughs> breathe. Yes, beg beg for your life.
0: <laughs> did you poke holes?
3: That's what is that? What you did? Uh, yeah. You told him to beg. All the good Brent, bugs. Brent collected about five hundred bugs and set them all up, like pinned them alive, yeah. and said, "You will all worship me." Now,
0: when I was in college, I remember one of my buddies had this big old spider in their house, and they put it in a, like a big old like one of those gallon uh, ice cream containers, yeah. and they would get other bugs they'd find, and it would just fight and kill everything. Until one day they put a praying mantis in there, and the praying mantis was like, nope, and just killed that thing in like two
3: seconds. It was like a modern-day coliseum.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. seriously, everyone's like throwing dollars down. Like, yeah,
3: go, go, go. It's <laughs> awful.
0: But we're not talking about those kind of things. We are talking about, I, I guess it's similar or different depending on who you're talking to. We're talking about the death worms of Mongolia. MDWs, not to be confused with WMDs,
3: and not to be confused with Midway Airport.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, MD De- Mongolian Deathworms, which I really hope don't exist, because if they do, and they got word of the story that I just told, yeah, uh, they might be on their way for me. Yeah, it's like the guy in uh, uh, what was it, the first. Men in Black. Men in Black. Where he's like, <laughs>
0: was that your auntie? <laughs> oh, there goes your grandpa. He's stomping on the roaches. But yeah, we're we're cracking open the cryptic cornucopia. This is two in short succession. We had the the two part on the Yeti. Now we're we're headed to the friendly confines of Mongolia and the Gobi Desert.
3: Friendly so, confines. Yeah. Right.
0: What are they? You ask. we we've kind of alluded to it, but let's go to Cbot. Let's see if you did your job this week. Why don't you tell us what a Mongolian death worm is?
1: They're worms from Mongolia that cause death. You're welcome. You can slide my paycheck under my door.
3: <laughs> you're not wrong, C-bot. You're You're just an asshole. That's true. <laughs> anyway, as Seabot so astutely pointed
0: out, they are pretty much what they sound like. But first, let's talk about the region, because
3: I don't know if you guys are brushed up on your Mongolian facts. We'll set figures. the stage. We'll set the yeah. stage. Mongolian deathworms inhabit the Great Pit of Carcoon, a hollow in the sand in the desert planet of Tatooine.
0: Yeah, now it is in the hut territory, if I remember right. And he is a gangster in the Outer Rims
3: Oh, wait, doesn't wait, an answer Brent, to the, Brent I'm, I'm hearing from the booth that 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 is not right. The booth tells me uh, I'm not right with w- everything I say. We're, so. talk, that we're actually talking about the Sarlacc from, uh, from Jedi. Got
1: oh. it, got it. <laughs> Though, I do think you can still use a concussion grenade to blast yourself free if you're being digested. Just saying.
0: I don't know that that's true, but you'll find out why. If it's touching you, you might not be in such good luck.
3: That's true. Yeah. And see about you like Boba Fett just a little too much.
0: My backpack has jets. I'm Boba the Fett. Remember that song? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) What what is that from? Oh, um, I think it was in a Kevin Smith movie. but it's, yeah, it's, um, something, something, something something to finance my vet. I don't remember. (laughs) It's an awesome song. I'm going to look it up now. Is it Ween? Who sang it? I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, These creatures are said to inhabit the Gobi Desert.
3: The the MDW is not the Sarlacc. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, the plural, sarlacc
0: Yeah, yeah, where you're digested over a thousand years. (laughs) But you'd be dead in like- No, because they're they're acids in the- they kept you alive somehow. Oh, did they? So all you could do is feel the pain. Oh,
1: that sounds like that. Yeah.
0: The Gobi actually sits across two countries, this huge-ass desert, Mongolia on the north and the People's Democratic- China, I think is how it's <laughs> referred to on the south side. That's,
3: that's exactly right.
0: Mongolia does not share a border, though, with Mongolia does not share a border, though, with this uh, lovely country, Kazakhstan, although only 23 miles separate them.
3: I would never have guessed. I, I, I was always bad at geography. I think I've mentioned that on this show. I would never have guessed that Kazakhstan was so close to uh, Mongolia. Right.
0: <laughs> so
1: <nice>. High five. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, Brent, for their appearance, the worms—the nice. <laughs> worms are reportedly between two and five feet long and are thick-bodied. Let's say uh, they prefer the term "husky." <laughs> the, they're husky worms, according to the former Mongolian Prime Minister um, Damdin <laughs> da- Damdinbar Damdinbazar
0: Damdinbazar Damdinbazar. That sounds like you like when you're cursing the the wizard for
3: turning your child into a do a toad <laughs> damn dim bazaar wait wait could we could we, could we do a uh, a bob bazaar here Damn damn dim dim bizarre. bizarre damn, damn, damn dim bizarre, dim bizarre. <laughs> uh, as he said in 1922 he was the Mongolian Prime Minister then the worm was quote shaped like a sausage about two feet long has no head nor leg and is poisonous that merely so to touch it means instant death it lives ah
0: uh-huh. in- <laughs> there's what I was saying was yes. he was
3: wrong yeah uh, it, it lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert. As opposed to those uh, those really populated areas well, of the Gobi. Well, the really nice parts have a pizza hut. <laughs> it's true. to <It's> their <laughs> Next to their, uh, to their pyramids. Yeah. Oh, and it has razor sharp. Uh, uh, by the way, that was the end of the quote. Right. But I'd also like to point out that it allegedly has razor sharp spikes protruding from its body on both ends. That's a sign of cuddling. Like if, like puppies, they always have those razor sharp spikes, you know, things like that. And when they shoot out, that's how you know they want to
0: cuddle. Oh, yeah. It's also said that they're red in color. Now, this is an interesting thing. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, legend has it that the red color comes from their eggs that they're laid inside live camel stomachs and they hatch and then burrow out, much like Luke being shoved into a, uh, what was that thing? TomTom?
3: I, yeah, a yeah, white camel <laughs> with fur, <laughs> a lot more fur. <laughs> I don't know. It made a weird noise, uh, just like that.
0: And that's how they take on the reddish hue of the camel blood. I because, guess it really seeps in their. Because pores. that's
3: how things work. <laughs> Whenever it's you get true. covered in something, you're that well, color you know forever. What,
0: though, if that was true, they might have that color. So when they come out, other animals just think it's blood and don't eat it. Like, oh. look at it this way. Uh, this is
3: something I really an found adaptation, out. if you will. Yeah,
0: I didn't know this. So, baby cheetahs. Cheetah cubs, they don't look like a cheetah. They look like a honey badger. They are dark with a white lighter stripe so that other animals go, oh, shit, that's a honey badger and leave it alone.
3: Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, The other thing I learned about baby cheetahs when I was doing my reading on them is that uh, they don't eat regular Cheetos, only the Cheetos cheese puffs. They like the cheese that goes crunch <laughs> well that's the thing they can't handle the crunch when they're young oh. that's that was my point oh yeah oh. Um, but back to a, a another real animal uh, the Mongolian deathworm
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so listen on that note on the on the camel blood bur- the burrowing out of a camel stomach note let's let's get down to how this bad mamajama can kill you in all kinds of ways oh fun
0: yeah this, this is his uh, favorite part of the show I
3: think <laughs> but- <laughs> he's sitting there eating popcorn
0: Let's run down a little list here. So number one, and this is in most insects and mammals on Earth, they spit corrosive venom that is lethal to anything it touches. I mean, that's just I mean, some
3: humans have that. Some don't. Right. I I was unfortunately not born with
0: that. Uh, All I can spit is nasty rhymes to rock the mic. (laughs) I think that's called spitting bars. It's hard to rock a rhyme. It's hard to <laughs> rock a rhyme. No, it's tricky, man. <laughs> um,
3: the, the, the corrosive venom uh, is said by some to be uh, sulfuric acid.
0: Oh. Yeah. Tommy took a drink, but now he'll <laughs> drink no more. For what he thought was H2O was H2SO4. <laughs> so- <laughs> wow.
3: Thank you, Brian Conklin. Our high school chemistry yeah. teacher, yeah. The yeah. the um the, uh, What I love about that fact is is that not only did whoever came up with that fact track one down, they were able to study them enough to understand that the venom wasn't just corrosive, Miss but it's me. chemical makeup. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Egon, can
0: you get a sample of that, please? <laughs> yeah.
3: So some believe
0: before the MDW attacks, that you can call them that if you're nasty, it will raise half its body from the sand and, get this, inflate until it explodes Which is where then the lethal poison is sprayed across the victim and the entire area. Did a little bit more reading on this. What they meant by explodes. (laughs) No, what you mean is you watched Big Trouble in Little China and you saw that guy's head inflate and explode and you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's
3: generally where I get my research.
0: You really shook the pillars (laughs) of heaven with this week's research.
3: Fun fantasy action movies from the 1980s is where I get most of my research. Um uh, when by explodes they mean um, uh, uh, fills to a point where it over, like is overflowing and it explodes out of the mouth. It's not like the head actually
0: explodes. Oh, oh So I read that wrong. I thought they literally meant it. Exploded. Well, that's why I
3: did my additional research. Yeah. I mean, one of us, one of us needs to hold down well, the fort they here, don't Brent. Don't even need to do that though, John, because everyone knows
0: they will electrocute its prey from a distance. As that's well. true.
3: That's true. It uh, it can shoot electricity over space. Really? Who Again. wins? Who wins? Mongolian death worm or electric Sasquatch?
0: Man, what if they mate? Mongolian death Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, I want off this planet. I'm not, I'm not going to that that christening. Uh, it also said that touching any part of the worm, <laughs> they're gonna have a baby.
1: Why christening? They're gonna have a baby. I know, but I <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just hit me they're funny. Also
0: very religious. <laughs> touching any part of its body, though. What do they worship? The Malaysian Prime Minister? No, I don't know. I have no idea.
3: <laughs> Boba Fett?
0: Yeah. The, the, no, but seriously, though, this is important. You touch any part of its body, instant death, tremendous pain. Now, is that tremendous pain <laughs> for a split second? Uh, I don't really know. I guess people screamed oh, God, no, while they were dying, and so they that just is,
3: assumed. That is, a, that is a challenge from a logistics perspective. How do you experience tremendous pain if you die instantly? Right.
0: Or maybe it's just like, well, you are dying soon,
3: but until then, you're an in Right, instant meaning there's no coming back from it, perhaps.
0: But all this is beside the point because, of course, there's the classic, it eats you. According to some reports... I don't know if this one is from a president or prime minister or anything, but for some reports, it can kill a man and eat them in two bites.
3: Well, you know, is you that pla- like an over-under uh, thing? Remember the, sh- the the TV show, um, Name That Tune? Yeah. I can name that tune in six notes. I can eat, eat a man in, in two, two bites.
0: bites. Yeah, B- Prove it. All right, bring him in. Bring on the man. Uh, so Not yeah. Not the
3: first time you said that this week.
0: There you go though, John. That is the the basics on the structure and the death you can you can be handed at the hands or the missing hands of a Mongolian death worm. <phone rings> Stay in drugs. Don't do school.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that that's that. But when we get back from break, what proof is there of the existence of these monsters? Has Monster- one I think it's just misunderstood. Misunderstood. Yeah. I mean, is a tiger Doc, a I don't know what to tell you. When people touch me, they they, they experience both instant death and tremendous pain. Well, I'm just you're, misunderstood. You are a Koopa, so it is instant <laughs> death when you're touched.
0: That or they get really small.
3: <laughs> okay, mushrooms. <laughs> um, but has one has one ever been captured? And and most importantly, if they show up in your town, how do you reach Kevin Bacon for help? That's next on Hysteria fifty one.
0: we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like?
2: Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak.
0: And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation.
2: <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they designed it for long-term retention, you know? it and, Yeah. If you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head.
0: Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and Mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time.
1: Here's a fun fact. The Mongolian name for the death worm is Olgoy Korkoi, which translates to large intestine worm. Wonder if you can order these on Amazon? I,
0: I, if you can, my wife knows, because she is the queen of Amazon. We came home the other day, and there was like seven boxes, and she goes, huh, I don't remember what I ordered. Seven boxes? <laughs> and you can't tell you what's in one of them? I, well, she opens, oh, yeah, I needed this for, this is a shoe de-stretcher in case you stretch your shoes too far. and this is followed clo- up by the shoe stretcher this is a clothes hanger <laughs> hanger hanger so that if you have too many clothes hanger hangers hanging you can rehang them what? but
3: one thing i'll give you and your wife credit for um i every time i come over there's about 13 amazon boxes in front of you i mean you and you're always unpacking and showing me new th- little things you get if you I always if say it, that, and
0: people think that we're like hoarders, or our house—I know—and that,
3: that was my point. You walk into your house, and it's immaculate. It's like a museum. It's always clean, and, and there's no it's always clutter, cold and no one's allowed to <laughs> touch, touch anything. <laughs> um, but seriously, there's no clutter. I, I—all I, I try to do is get rid of stuff. I'm, you know, yeah. I, I'm trying to do the whole Marie Kondo thing. And you walk into my house and it's like a tornado hit it.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, the the thing is, a lot of the, the stuff that we order, she buys, she's big on vitamins. So she gets vitamins off of there. And um we've been ordering, like we ordered a bunch of stuff for the dogs and stuff as of late. And so you just don't realize a lot of the stuff, her hair products, because she spends, I don't know, 40 to $70,000 a month on hair products. That <laughs> might be undercutting it. I don't know. So, all that stuff comes Is in. Is that where the Hysteria so.
3: 51 profits have been going? Yeah. Yeah. Lisa. yeah. <laughs> um, now, CBot, back to your question. Uh, you wondered if you could order them on Amazon. I'm assuming that you could only order them on Amazon, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Walmart, U.S., because they have all the weird shit. Yeah. It's true. Well, uh, Amazon. Uh, everything gross disgusting poisonous and, and extremely dangerous will kill you and bitey mm-hmm. comes from australia it was funny i was on a reddit and they were talking to these australians
0: and they're like yeah all the shit that eats you is in the center we never see anything and they're like it, they were talking about how they look at other countries and they're like oh that's terrifying i remember one of us talking about the brown recluse spider that we have and they're like that sounds just terrifying and we're like really because you have like every snake and great white shark and stuff like, well, don't swim there and don't go to the center of the, the <laughs> continent. You're fine.
3: It's a good point. It's a good point.
0: Yeah. But let's think of points. It's a good point to know. How's that for a, a segue? Transition. Yeah. Where does this legend come from, John? And not only that, who has seen
3: one or at least? looked for one talk of the mdw dates back generations uh, but that's generally just amongst the nomadic tribes of the gobi desert the challenge is that most of these tales most of these stories are passed down through oral history oral communication so they're not written down right um, so you know a lot of researchers have to go and talk with the tribes and learn of their of their stories yeah they look them right in the eye and they say Say oh Say it. Say it! <laughs> it's exactly what they say in that tone Uh, One origin point for modern day, if you will, comes from American paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrews. Mm. Uh, And by the way, get this. uh, uh, Another little nugget I picked up in my research. A lot of people say that he is the inspiration for Indiana Jones. Yeah. He always carried a whip and he shot people. Indiana was dog's name. So in 1922, this dude joined the American Museum of Natural History's asiatic expedition
0: there's another one of those that we were talking about recently they don't really do those two like, yeah. like you
3: wish here's
0: let's go to asia and look we're gonna pay you the american museum of natural history to go to asia and uh track us down a death worm. a death worm yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and they don't, don't really just do expeditions anymore in general like in, in, or their expedition
0: unknown oh okay tell you what they are gonna do soon i hope is that expedition to the ice wall
3: I'm still waiting for that. I, oh, me too. You, you know, someone's working on that reality show. There's too much too much interest on the on the. I internet. can tell you, but I I, I don't know. Is there that much in interest DA. on the internet, or do we just live in the all the 40 and world where? Where we where we just get wind of it a lot. I tell you what, you always know when new
0: people come into hysteria nation. This isn't a slide on them at all, but we get the recycled same like six or nine memes of if we were on a flat Earth, the cats would have pushed everything off, and yeah. you know all the different ones. Yeah, only thing they have to or, fear uh, is sphere itself. You know those ones, and that's the, fine. The it's the, uh, funny.
3: the repurposed quote of uh, of some flat Earther saying saying something something something. We the, have the members globe. all around the globe. globe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and it's funny that. Those are the ones that are in the people's mind outside yeah, of this. Yeah. so I, I would I do guess, the same thing if I was new to Hysteria Nation. Yeah, so I, I get, what I was getting at is I think people think about that stuff and this stuff. Now, maybe not electric Sasquatch, but regular Sasquatch.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you, you, do, you think it's in the... In general, I, I, I agree with you, especially Flat Earth with with, with people like oh, yeah. Kyrie Irving and, and some other people talking about Flat Earth and believing in it. Maybe uh, it's it certainly entered the the more popular mm-hmm, vernacular. Mm-hmm. Um, So the museum I referenced earlier uh, and the expedition, they, they, they were told by the Mongolian government, uh, quote, we got a bad mama jamma over here and it's called the Mongolian deathworm." Yeah. Now it loses something in and, translation, but that's pretty close for the record. Two mammajamas in this episode. Um so hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work hunting big monstrous Asian worms. We go. Yeah, who doesn't have that story?
0: Andrews wrote a book about his travels in nineteen twenty six called On the Trail of Ancient Man. He ultimately concluded that the creatures didn't exist, but he said, Something similar to what we've said on this show before, many, many times. He noted that the people of the region absolutely believed it. What, what did he say? In, in, in other words, in John.
3: Yeah, I mean, in other words, uh, uh, Professor Andrews, do you believe in the nomad stories of Mongolian death worms? Well, let's just say I believe they believe in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I so, don't know why he I, laughed I, maniacally at the end, but I don't. Um, um, but but we'll just go with it.
0: I, I think that's something we've said a lot in here, though, and it doesn't have to be nefarious. A lot of times people believe what they saw. It's easier to not believe someone when it's outside of your wheelhouse. Now, this is something different. This is, uh, you know, a scientist who went and looked for something and said he didn't find it more than just handheld. But what I'm saying is when someone has an experience that can't be explained, it's human nature not to believe it.
3: Yeah, I I, I think what Andrews was saying um Without my superfluous maniacal laughing at the end, was it's not a hoax per se. It's not like the Yeti. It's, it's the Yeti. It's the Yeti. It's the yeti. It's the yeti to exactly the right. They, they they believe in it. But he's uh, not
0: the only one, John. He's not the only one to study these Mongolian death worms. Czech cryptozoologist, author, design engineer, freestyle rapper, and explorer, Ivan McCurl. Conducted three trips to Mongolian to go worm hunting in 1990, 1992, and 2004. Also, he was there to freestyle rap. He was just. I, I noted
3: rap. that knees um, weak, arms are heavy. Yeah,
0: Bombing <laughs> on my sweater already. Mom's Mongolian death room spaghetti. <laughs> During that second trip in '92, though, uh, he 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 went there because he was trying to not get drafted into the dream team. Uh, he was warned.
3: <laughs> Wow. A, a sports reference yeah, from me, you. Yeah.
0: At a Buddhist monastery that the worm was a creature of, quote, supernatural evil, end quote, and that he was endangering his life searching for the creature. Now, is that a quote about the Mongolian death worm or about Patrick Ewing? Man. Well, well he was one of the ugliest human beings I've ever seen, so he has to be dangerous. <laughs> okay. Fair, the way enough, fair enough. Fair enough. So, but he, he did recall having a vivid dream about the worms and states that he woke up with unexplained blood-filled boils on his back.
1: That old chestnut.
0: Yeah, who hasn't <laughs> had that? Who hasn't just, oh, the fever dreams of the Mongolian death worm?
3: I do have to imagine if I was in Mongolia at a Buddhist monastery talking about all this crazy stuff, you would have some crazy dreams.
0: Well, you'd be, just be outside of it screaming, screw! You stay away from my shitty wall. Are you not a uh, South Park fan?
3: I'm not getting that reference. <laughs> it, it
0: was uh, the guy who ran City Walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He built the, 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 the wall around the... Screw you, Moncoyens! <laughs> but he did hear some interesting tales, the, this Czech explorer, uh, and stories along the way as well. What of a small boy playing with a yellow ball? Deathworm was attracted to the ball, and the boy was killed instantly. Now John we forgot to mention this death worms are actually attracted
1: to the color yellow. How curious. See what I did there.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's yes he's now he's going to buy us yellow hats. Has he Of course he will. That's interesting that he's reading Curious George. Yeah well. <laughs> I mean that's that it, that it you know what? It explains a lot that he's at that level. Yeah. My 2-year-old's reading Curious George. Yeah, and he, similar learning path and curve uh, I think. Agreed, agreed. So the story doesn't end there. By the way, I love the fact that they know that they're attracted to yellow. But uh, I'm going to go on. His parents discovered his body, and and they recognized the telltale signs of a deathworm attack. So they did the the very sensible thing and went worm hunting. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they were killed as well. If
1: they were killed as well, then who told the story?
0: It doesn't matter. Uh,
1: reasons. It, reasons.
0: The annals of time. It just went down. Or maybe they're Sherpas. You know, you
3: don't go worm hunting without a good Sherpa. We, we learned earlier that instant death doesn't mean instant death. They could have recounted the story. Oh God, I'm yeah.
0: dying instantly, but I'm also in
3: unfathomable pain. <laughs> Gather around for a quick story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, our hero, Mr. McCurl, decided that the creature was likely, wait for it, mythical. The figment of imagination, or in his words, a psychological problem, uh, as he put it, brought by the extreme heat of the desert. So, like a. You like don't a, see a
0: mirage of water, yeah, you see, see a, a giant Mongolian like, deathworm yes. inflating until it explodes out. But not to be outdone, inner cryptozoologist Richard Freeman, or Freeman, whatever you want to call him, in 2005, he was. Well, he's f-
3: British, so. Um- Oh ha, 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 tea. Twirling his mustache.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know you could get a monocle these days, but he (laughs) had one. So he led a four-man team from, get this, the Center for Forty in Zoology. Love that title. Literally, I love that. To Mongolia. Uh, That's CFZ for short. Yes. Uh, He was in search of the worms, and the investigation is documented in The Layer of the Red Worm, and that is actually available for free on YouTube. Check it out. High quality
3: hi I, I did check it out it's yeah, high quality
0: yeah uh freeman ultimately decided the stories were likely false and the signings were misidentification of non-poisonous burrowing reptiles and that's important because a lot of times you'd be quick to dismiss someone because they're from the center for 14 zoology but he did his due diligence they went there and they said yeah this no is question nothing, nothing and I, a I, I want
3: to be clear year. when i say when i'm when i'm sarcastically saying high quality uh it's the quality of the video itself. It's like really grainy. Yeah. The whole thing is the production value. Uh, but the fact that they I mean they went to Mongolia and they talked to nomads. We're a couple of assholes sitting behind microphones in the lower fourth dimension. Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. Uh so, so kudos for that. But yeah, like like you said, he ultimately decided it was not true. Right. Uh, it, right. It, it was it was false. And I, I actually give that credit when they're from the Center for CryptoZoology yeah. and they say that, right? Like that's uh
0: uh no in Zoology, the Center for Cryptozoology, keep them as pets.
3: <laughs> my bad. As well as my pets bad. you can't
0: pet, but, you know, it's similar. I crossed my centers for zoology. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking idiot. You know what? We need to go to break just to give you a break. Investigators have come up empty is what we're getting at. But does that mean it isn't real? And if it is, in fact, mere legend, what are people seeing? So if it's real, is it for ooh That's after the break and John's cleansing. <laughs> on more Hysteria 51. I will
3: have a racket of fat for myself. He who controls the spice controls the universe. The no, I'm
2: scared of my ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Danny Pellegrino.
2: I'm Jenna Brister.
3: And we are back for season two of A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. We're going to be diving into your favorite holiday movies, recapping them, and going on a few tangents.
0: Yes, and it's the end of the world as we know it. So why not close out 2020 with a bunch of episodes of
1: Holiday Recap
3: with us? So we hope Mm -hmm. everyone grabs a cup of eggnog. And a fistful of candy. Cook that bird in Doritos. the oven. We don't care what you're into. Just join us. Grab your bed wine. Grab your couch, cocoa. We're getting lit on the holiday movies. We'll be doing 10 recap episodes. So subscribe to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on social media at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on Instagram. And we'll have all the updates there. ACAST recommends.
0: Hey, my fingers got a little messed up on the bell ringing there.
3: Uh, I had my my, my melange, <laughs> your spice melange. Yeah, Brent. Here's what I want to know: if they aren't Mongolian deathworms, mm-hmm. what exactly are they? Because there's a problem here. Well, it's like it's like our our last investigator said: misidentification. It could definitely be something. It, it certainly could. Likely not a worm, though, because there's a problem. Deserts and worms—they don't get along so well. Right, right. Shit,
1: someone needs to brush up on their documentaries: Dune, Tremors, Beetlejuice, My Diary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You had the the Dune had sandworms. Tremors had the graboids, which looked like. Worms and they have the spikes on them too on the right, sides. Right, they did. They did. Uh, Beetlejuice had sandworms.
3: Yeah. And literally sandworms. Yeah.
0: I don't want to know the terrors that are in. I believe reading his diary is like looking into the face of Cthulhu. It drives you mad and insane at the same time.
3: Yeah, either that or it's just filled with misspellings, typos, strikethroughs. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, and it's all written in crayon. You ass clowns just can't appreciate true art. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, but uh, if it does exist for real, it's likely misnamed. Uh, much more likely to be an undiscovered, an uncovered, an unknown reptile. Because, like right. you said, worms, other than in movies, they don't like dry, arid climates too much. They need moisture. Or they dry
3: out for the most part. I look. That's so true. I looked up annelids in general. And I, the only example I could find, and Nation, if I'm wrong so about this... So, w- when you're looking at annelids, it said, give me a noun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, uh, uh, you know, a place.
3: <laughs> well, I don't even understand that reference. Mad Libs, annelids. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, I, uh, I looked up annelids in general, and the only example I could find of any annelids living in the desert where in, in some deserts there are you know like oases uh oases I don't know how you say that anyway um and and they'll have Oh uh, p- it's wonderful. Thank you. They'll have ponds, you know they'll have mm-hmm. bodies of water and annelids can live there but it's still they have water. I just actually in the out in the desert I couldn't find one example of of worms or annelids living there. So yeah, it's a problem and so uh, that what you just said makes so much sense if it is a version of the mongolian death worm it would just have to be a reptile okay but time out though let's just say that this
0: creature it does exist much like people talk about with you know sasquatch and things like that where are it's m- moltings or corpses I mean, molting because we don't know exactly what it does corpses where? why have they been found the desert is a perfect place to actually preserve remains you know, in bogs, deserts, things like that, p- things get almost mummified on their own. That's right. You know, now bogs and deserts are very different, but they do similar things. And if it does exist, there would need to be enough for a breeding population. That's right. So thing if, we've there's, always talked if about.
3: there's enough for a breeding population, and you're in the desert, you would find bodies. That or it just. There was
0: one, and like you said, it cuts in two and then cuts itself. And every once in a while, when it gets too big, it just
3: breaks apart and it goes on its merry way. It, it, and who wouldn't
0: want to break it It in spawns
3: in a, much, in a much different way than, than most reptiles. I want to focus on, on something you said there, too, about um, how many of them there are. I want to focus on everything you just said, about how many of them there are and if we find the bodies. The only reasonable explanation, this is separate from are they annelids or are they reptiles? Who cares? They're their Mongolian death- things if in fact they exist and if in fact there's a lot of them and we haven't found the only explanation is they spend 99.9 percent of their uh, of their time in the sand burrowing right, through.
0: underneath and, right and that is not an un you know i mean it's not impossible could you draw a mole they live underground you never see them i know that's a poor uh, I mean, example wait, 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 but... you draw a penis with eyes well, that's yeah. That is one type of mole, but yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. There's a lot of animals that just oh, live and buck on the ground. teeth. They have buck teeth too. Live on the ground. Ugly. They burrow and shit like that. Um, yeah. Why would you see them? Oh, and it it stands to reason that someone saw something burrowing and goes, "Oh, it's a worm, a giant death
3: worm," like, and or things. Story gets blown out of proportion. Well, okay, okay. So let's say the death worm does not exist. What is causing these stories? What are some other possibilities?
1: Well, it could be an unknown species of worm lizard. Well, that's just taking what <laughs> we said. Or unknown species of lizard worm.
0: I mean, that's just the same.
1: Or wizard lorm.
0: No, no.
1: Or.
3: Shut up. Have you actually seen a worm lizard? They are ugly. A worm lizard? Ugly.
0: Yeah, I've been to the Brookfield Zoo. <laughs> I mean, come on now. San Diego uh, it, you know, has a breeding population. <laughs> speaking of, I'm done.
3: Uh, you know what else it could be? Uh, it could be uh, some sort of unknown sand snake, like uh, an unknown sand boa constrictor, or something like that. It could, I guess. You know, and
0: and Lord knows what we haven't found. Lord knows what we just destroyed in the Amazon rainforest that we never found. Considering we are still were destroying, yeah,
3: yeah. Regardless, kids, of its provenance, the people of the area certainly believe it. Here's a quote from Richard Freeman from his findings. <laughs>
0: Nobody thinks of it as a mythical mythical cre- no, no I <laughs> Nobody uh, thinks of it as a mythical creature in Mongolia, but a real living animal. And that's an important statement. Right. It's not a a set under your breath or chuckled about thing. They just go, oh, yeah, and out there is that, so be careful.
3: And it's also very similar to what Indiana Jones said. I know they believe it. Not the actual Indiana Jones. The yeah, guy, we uh, yeah. what was his name? Uh, Mr. Mister Andrews uh, said, I think they believe it. And that's an important distinction
0: about a lot of things. And when you go into other cultures, even if you don't prove or even if you disprove something, you know, look in the news this recently. They've been saying that they have spotted a large, what looks to be, eel in Loch Ness. They're like, yeah, that, I saw that could make for a lot of the sightings, and they didn't even know that was there. We're always discovering new things.
3: Maybe this is a sand eel. I mean, there is there are electric eels. They have eels. not seen
0: a live electric sand eel since the late 1800s. Oh. They were hunted
3: to extinction for their pelts. I didn't realize that. Thank you for that knowledge bomb drop. You're, you're welcome. It's an unfortunate thing.
0: Unfortunate. Though if you still have, there's still a large trade for the old electric sand eel saddles <laughs> and and stir, uh, stirrups and everything. So if you have any of those, they are worth a lot of money. How big are electric or were,
3: I should say, electric sand eels?
1: You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know,
3: bigger than a Walmart.
0: Thanks, buddy.
3: Big enough, Buick. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I think, Brent. Um, it's funny we've we've kind of poked fun at this one as we've gone. I um, and I'm I'm the most guilty of them. There, I think there's something to this. I think this much like um, much like some of the other cryptids we've talked about is just. I think it's, it's an amalgamation of stories of some type of. Of undiscovered animal, I think there's an undiscovered animal there. I don't think it's a five foot uh, electric breathing venomous uh, instant death while you're in pain uh, 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 monster. As we know, that's just the Sarlacc that's over there. Um, but uh, I there's there's something that that is lead. You can't have this many groups of people across that vast of a desert i mean keeping that story for so long at least i don't maybe i'm wrong i I, I, it could be it could be santa claus but i i think there's probably some sort of burrowing reptile some sort of of animal that we're just not sure about yet in that area might be i don't know um
0: i also know that Stories that are tradition get passed down and people just believe it. But I don't That's know. True. And it's not for me to shit on. It's not for me to say yes or no. Well, you normally, it never stops you normally. Well, whose job is that? You, fair listener, <laughs>
3: shit on it or agree <laughs> with it
0: in Hysteria
3: Nation. How do they do that job? They go to Facebook.com and they search in that little search bar Hysteria Nation. That's right. You can also go
0: to Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That is our regular page. You can find this in all other episodes. Hop on Twitter, tweet to us at hysteria fifty one pod, and your job is to follow all day long on Instagram. And I think this will still be going on while we're doing this one because for once we're doing an episode that's not going to be too, too far out. Uh if you sign up on Instagram, go to Hysteria fifty one pod, our regular Facebook page. When you
3: say sign up, you mean follow us.
0: Follow us and then uh put a link to you. We're gonna give away a t shirt at the end of the month. I might extend this out a couple weeks just to be. Can I enter? Um sure. You can't have the T-shirt, but you can enter. Oh. Patreon, patreon.com, slash Stary51Pod. You can find this episode, all sorts of extra episodes. Up all nights. Uh, Lisa and I are doing Coffee with the Other Hand. Every week we have radio dramas, lots and lots of extra content. It John, puts the
3: T-shirt on its skin. John rapping, Or else it gets John the hose again. John rapping is one of oh, on the regulators. Yeah. regulators it was a property. clear black night. Clear,
0: all right. Yeah. So also we leave a voicemail. 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669-7277. And if you forget any of this, if you want to spin a wheel to have some fun, just hop on hysteria51.com or... How else can they get there, John? Gofopedia.com. Yeah. Now try to fill, you know, spell that, and you'll have fun with it. G-O-F-O-P-E-D-I-A, I believe.
3: I don't think that was that rough. No.
0: G-O-P-H-O?
3: <laughs> no, it's an F. F-O. I, uh, <laughs> I was at the doctor's office the other day. Oh, in... I meant to ask. How's that coming? <laughs> Is it cleared up, that rash, or... I actually went to it's funny you say rash. I went to the allergist. Oh, do they lance all your allergies? Or is that L- how they get is that, lance? Them? No, they boil them out of your blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. With cocaine. <laughs> um no, I went to the doctor's office the other day and the nurse comes back and she goes, John? And normally they say your last Bitch. name. <laughs> and I said I said, uh yeah, that's me. That's me. She goes, Sorry, I didn't say your last name. Uh I had absolutely no idea how to pronounce it.
0: G O F O R T H.
3: Right, I said. Uh, I said, oh, okay, yeah. It's just like you know, like you'd say the regular words, go forth. She goes, I never would have gotten that.
0: It's always <sighs> funny to me when
3: I tell people hand, they go hand. I go yeah, and they go spell it. I go like your hand. hand. It's like D. It's like everyone's natural predilection is to make it as difficult as possible. Here, there's
0: a number seven and a leather Q in there. Figure it out, <laughs> Get lady. It backwards are like Brian Regan uh, joke. That's the second anyway, backwards are for everyone. So yeah, Magolia Deathworm. Let us know on Hysteria Nation what you you what. Maybe there's a different worm. What's your
3: favorite cryptid? What's a cryptid we haven't done? What's your favorite worm? Yeah, yeah. Analids unite. Yeah. Uh, and and by Ring. the way, ringworm. By the way, to everyone out there, happy
1: Halloween season.
0: I'm Ow.
3: David Pumpkins. That
0: said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's
1: been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke. Meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long.